listening to Pub Talk TV. Welcome to Pub Talk TV's first pep talk in your pocket episode. I'm Jessica Sinsheimer, agent at the Sarah Jane Fryman Literary Agency and co-founder of Pub Talk TV. So, explaining the writing life to your family can be hard, especially during the holidays. To make your season a little brighter, this is a piece by writers for writers. So if it starts to feel like this... Have you written the next Harry Potter yet or the next Hunger Games? How many copies of your book have you sold? Why don't you go get a real job? Which character am I in your book? Like at that call center. Do you really have to write today? Can I pose for your book cover? I have a story you should write. You get that movie deal? What are you going to do when you're the next J.K. Rowling? No, that's a hobby. When are you going on Good Morning America with your bestseller? Hey, are you still writing? Pop in your earbuds, crank up this podcast, and remember that there are writers all over the world experiencing the same thing. We talk to writers with supportive families that know everything. My family is very supportive of my writing. And some don't. I think if I told him if I spend all my free time writing, he would shriek like an Irish banshee before spontaneously combusting. I am so grateful to everyone who contributed. So many more than expected. Here are some of the people who made this possible. Pub Talk TV, this is Pam Barney. Hi, my name is Sharon Chriscott. Hi, I'm Caroline. Hi, my name is Katrina Rett. Hello, this is Nahali. Hi, my name is Laura Diobro. Hi, uh, my name is Brayden Huang. Hi, this is Osma Bryan. I'm Marcella from England. Hi, this is Jessica Chow. This is Caitlin. Hi, this is a writer originally from Texas, but currently in South Carolina. This is Bethany Tayes. This is Ted Fox. Hello, my name is Heather. Hey, my name is Kelly Schluterman. My name is Eileen. And last, but certainly not least, Denise Mealy. I'm the uh, green velociraptor. And yes, she really is a green velociraptor online. Since there are so many people, I've added the credits into the information section of the podcast. Just tap on the I in the circle and follow these lovely people on Twitter. So, why a holiday podcast? I think that personally, the holidays are particularly rough for aspiring authors because it's the one time of the year when your family really expects to get big updates and life-altering news from you. So after you kick the snow off your boots and unwrap your scarf, the first thing out of their mouths is typically, how's work going? And once the day job status is out of the way, the next dreaded question is, how's the book going? How many copies of your book have you sold? Well, it can't be that many because I'm still here talking to your ass, aren't I? Trust me. Also, if I had a movie deal, holy shit, all of you would know. And then what do you do when the questions start? What would I say to someone whose family doesn't get it? I, I get this question a lot, actually. And I would simply just say something to the effect of, hey, welcome to the tribe. Um, this isn't something to stress over, even though it blows. I bet if, um, honestly, if I were married to a rocket scientist, I'd ask some pretty stupid questions, too. My best advice for families who don't get it is to reply with non sequiturs. For example, <clears throat> why don't you go get a real job, like at that call center? Me. That tinsel is fabulous. Where did you get it? Try not to give it headspace. And try not to let people make you feel ashamed for what you do, because, you know, we all, we're all insecure about our craft, but you shouldn't ever be ashamed of what you do. When explaining to family, I just explain that my writing is important to me. I tend to stick with that because trying to explain 
why it's my passion as opposed to something like math um, can get really circular very fast. Smile and nod until you can reach the chocolate and or the wine. I know they don't mean it that way. They're just trying to connect with me through something I love to do. But sometimes when I hear, I thought of a story for you to write, it makes me want to beat my head against my keyboard. Family not getting it has as much to do with me and my own neuroses. A lot of families try, but it doesn't go quite as planned. Hey, everybody, what's your email? Pam wrote some trashy romance novel, and she'll email it to you if you give it to her. You know, I know that you're just trying to be helpful, but it's really, it's not as easy as just sort of pushing a button and having millions of people read your book. Did you tell those agents how much I loved your book? Did you tell them I read it one night? Uh, you're probably right. I'll just make sure to put that in my query. Still got those questions. Those ones that are meant to be funny just end up reminding you of all you haven't accomplished yet. But given enough time, some families can really get it. My husband said the most wonderful thing to me the other day because I was really down on myself because I found issues in a um, manuscript that I had submitted. So I'm sitting there practically in tears saying, how the hell could I make such stupid mistakes? And he looks at me and he says, listen, you took thousands of words and put them together not only to make sense, but you made a great story. And that's more of an accomplishment than most people can do in their lifetime. So be proud of yourself. I've struggled with depression most of my life and I've noticed that I am happy when I write. That helps me find my balance. And I think that's actually inspired a lot of people in my family to find their creativity. It's hard enough to make time, even when it isn't the holidays. Manuscripts and coffee is a thing. Like 6 a.m. every morning, coffee and manuscript, it's a date. Make it a date. I try to do whatever it takes to keep writing on a daily basis. Sometimes that means writing down snippets on scraps of paper at restaurants as I wait to meet friends or saving scenes in email drafts so I can continue writing on the subway. I now carry a small laptop with me on the bread route and write in between stops in what I call my mobile office, AKA the bread truck. During this holiday, I met up with my critique partner at the library. That keeps me accountable. I think anytime you can text somebody and say, hey, let's each get in a solid two hours of writing or one hour, whatever you have, helps the work. Here's the thing I've learned. I also had to ask for help. That's hard, especially when I feel like, for some reason, that I should be doing this by myself when I'm not earning my keep from it yet. But I share a few details with them along the way, ask for help, and they thankfully, so far, get it. That said, I'm particularly close with my family. There are definitely a few people that I don't even tell about my writing yet. In fact, most people who see me in person don't know about it at all. So how do you talk to your kids about writing? We refer to my writing as my stories, and I share some of them with my children. I don't share them all because they are so harsh, and, and you know, they're my harshest critics, and they are my audience. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want you to tell me what you think. But they know about it, and they're absolutely thrilled and very sweet, and they love hearing the stories that I do share with them. It may sound unconventional, but uh, I find it works for me. Um, the kids get a little cabin fever, especially when we have snow days. So I take them to an indoor play area, like a McDonald's or a Burger King or a Carl's Jr. 
and I let them run around and I bribe them. I'm not above bribing them. I say, you know, you give mommy a little bit of time. Um, I take my laptop with me. I write while they play in those gerbil tubes um, where they can just burn off some of that energy. My favorite question um, that I get from kids is, wait, you write books? I totally dig it. Until I tell them I'm not an illustrator, of course, then that goes out the window. Well, up until a couple months ago, my kids thought I played Mario and drank coffee while they were at school. That's what I spent my days doing, they thought. Um, so it's it's hard when the stories I write don't have characters named like Rainbow Dash and Master Splinter, nor can they read my stuff because it's above their reading uh, level. It's kind of like talking about a cousin my kids have never met, but they might someday, because maybe they'll read my work someday. I did find some level of success this year when my fourth grade daughter introduced me to her class as a writer. My mom is a writer, and I want to be a writer when I grow up just like her. They've walked in on me researching agents a couple times, and when they know, I just barely started querying, so this is recently. They love to ask me their first names and act like they're BFFs with the agents, so we always giggle about that. Have you heard from Jessica? Have you heard from Victoria? Have you? Cracks me up. Because my son, he's going to play baseball in MLB, and my daughter's going to be a doctor slash teacher slash hairdresser slash waitress, and they know that I support them. So they really have no problem supporting my dream to have my novel on a bookstore shelf. My kids are also at the age where they're starting to get into their own writing, so we talk about word choices and why they matter. These conversations actually in turn help me pinpoint what works in a book or a sentence or a phrase and what doesn't. So what's the best thing you've learned? I've recently started planning ahead, almost assigning a day to a certain project and then pushing all the others aside until another work time, and that's hard for me and my personality. But this way, my brain can work on the project subconsciously until that work time, and so far, this seems to help me be able to focus a little better when it's time to sit down and write. Yeah, I try to, you know, three times a week minimum, I try to sit down and write something. Um, and sometimes I end up writing like, three rubbish things, but as long as you keep doing it. It is important to remember that if you finish your manuscript, you have accomplished something that's a big deal. It is something to be proud of. It is something to be proud of, whether it's published or not. Having one in your possession that you can say, I wrote this. That's something to be proud of. But that's just it. I was scared to admit it to myself because the truth is so important to me. And I was scared I would fail in some horrible way. And now I realize the only way I fail is by not trying, by not following my heart. I'm going to write for the kids that think they are weird and bad and strange. And that is because it's what my heart tells me to do. Because I get to remind them that actually they're incredible. And anybody in my family, or somebody else's family that doesn't understand that can go talk to Uncle Joe about his dental practice. I don't need permission to write any more than he does to pull a tooth out. The most important thing for a writer to do is to write every book on the market made it there one word at a time. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful holiday. And even if you don't, we hope you'll tell us about it. Thank you for listening to Pub Talk TV. For more episodes, go to pubtalktv.com. That's pubtalktv.com.